be like all those rappers in the 90s. They used to start all their tracks. Oh, yeah. With the... Like... Because you know... they're off a joint. Yeah, they're smoking in the studio. The producer's yeah. like, I'm going to roll on this. And then it's like... <sighs> Yo, play the fucking track, man! Okay. Computer <laughs> <laughs> systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Uh, There's a uh, Kevin Smith movie about Catholicism that I think is required viewing for all Catholics, both current, former, and cafeteria. It's called Dogma. But in it, uh, Jason Lee plays a demon who was uh, sent to hell, which was Wisconsin, by the way, for for defying the devil. But when, I can laugh because I'm from Wisconsin. <laughs> when he returns to Earth, uh, the number one sin he says as he basks in its glory is cool, fossil-fueled air conditioning. Uh, that's after he, I think, took someone's soul to take over their house. And he goes in there and he cranks up the AC. And it's like, the greatest mortal sin known to these souls, air conditioning. And I say that because I sit here right now basking in the glory. That is, well, not in our case, solar-fueled. Yeah, at least we're doing that. At that's, least we're, you know, we're powering our own shit here in my little, little household. Yeah. Are my solar-fueled... Air conditioning, because it's ice cold in this house, because we, we're back in Arizona. Send me to hell, then. I don't care. <laughs> we are not hot from living in Arizona. We're hot because we just got back from Bonnaroo. Y'all, oh my God. Look at that. couple days in the south of Bonnaroo. She got a y'all out already. Y'all. Two minutes into the podcast, she got a y'all out. I, did, I do love going to Tennessee. <laughs> Everybody there is so nice. You do all of a sudden do start talking, like, with a draw. All of a oh, sudden, you, you do all yeah. I know that, buddy. Uh, you be, you be, uh, be become Boomhauer. But I forgot <laughs> what humidity is like. I'm very spoiled now, Fuck, and I am that the truth, huh? so fucking sorry for all of you in the Midwest that yeah. we left behind. The the Tennessee, we were eating lunch at uh, Tootsie's in the airport mm-hmm. before our flight, and we were watching local news, local Nashville news, The um, and it reminded me <laughs> of Milwaukee. The meteorologist... Had a muggy meter. A muggy meter. <laughs> Even oh my god! And the, you could tell the flight attendants on our flight back from Nashville to Phoenix, they weren't from the South or the Midwest. I think they said they were from California, but they're like, it's just so wet. Like everything's wet and hot and <laughs> sticky. I'm like, it's wet. called it's called humidity. I'm like, it's muggy. They're like, that's what it is. It's muggy. I'm like, oh, you're not from around here, are you? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I'm shocked we came back to Arizona and like. Oh, well, it's great. It's all. It's 102 like, and dry, like I'll take it any day. 102 and it is still not as hot as it was <laughs> at Bonnaroo in Tennessee. So it is the 208th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. And hang out, especially if you're one of the new Bonnarooians that's checking this out because we promoted it somewhere in your social space. We are one of you. Oh, I got to do that. Thank you for reminding me. Um, we are going to be po- uh, in this uh, podcast. We are going to uh, feature our interview with Grammy nominated, world renowned funk masters. 
Sophie Tucker. Our uh, last uh, podcast was Liquid Stranger. I was going to say, EDM. yeah, if you're in EDM, we talked to Liquid Stranger in our, our last uh, episode here. So we're doing some episodes uh, about Bonnaroo, from Bonnaroo. And uh, so if you're here listening, hang out. We're going to talk to Sophie Tucker. We'll chapter it so you can, you know, skip forward and get to it and shit. But we're here. We're back. We made it back. You survived. It was funny. We joked on the way there that the trip was the, the, the airport plane ride part of it was seamless. It was also seamless going home. Can I? And for everything in the middle was an absolute clusterfuck. But, can I? But I, I'm actually really happy that the plane, the airport, all that stuff worked out because that that stuff is so out of your control that when it gets messed up, it is mind blowing. Can I tell you that? Um, and and this is how smooth is ice. And I don't know how much we covered about this when we did our last podcast because we did that one actually at Bonnaroo, so you're like in the fucking middle of it, and everything's yeah. kind of a weird haze. But. Getting as far as smooth as ice. And th- these are the hoops we're jumping through, right? We're here in Tucson, Arizona. We had to, one, get my buddy. Big shout out to the Mad Dog. Big the Mike best. Big Mike Reyes from Chicago. The best. We flew him out here to house it for us. Even though he's a Cubs fan. God bless you, man. <laughs> so first we had to fly in my buddy. So one, we got someone flying in from Chicago yeah. to watch our son, to watch our house, to watch our animals, right? Because we have no social support, no demand. So, um... You got to make sure that, A, that guy makes his flight. Yes. And guess what? Came in right on time. He got here a day before. We had a nice dinner out. Yeah, no problem. Next day, we wake up, check our app. Hey, our flight's leaving right on time. We hop in our car. We drive up to Phoenix. No problem. No, no problem. traffic. We get to the world-renowned pain-in-the-ass airport known as Phoenix Sky <laughs> Harbor. And what I mean, we just pull into our parking spot and stroll in at about four o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Obviously a hotbed for traveling. <laughs> there was zero wait for everything. Yeah. To give them our bags. Simple. TSA, right? No issues with no the bags. No issue, right? No one gets stopped. AJ always gets stopped because she got that bomb pussy. It's not a joke, by Thank the way. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. The metal, I'm here all week. The metal detector, my no. my vagina, for some reason, and I have no, <laughs> I have no artificial joke. parts in me, um, has set off the metal detector yeah. at multiple airports. You know that little like heat index thing they show you? Because like, yeah, like the, it tells you where spots. where you're setting it off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my vagina has set it off. The a few ill times. na na. I shit you not, I used that joke once. You're not supposed to say bomb in an airport. No, but he did. But, you know, we were at the Flint airport, and, you know, if you know Flintstones, I thought I could get it away like with it. It was like 5 a.m., nobody was there. He got away with it. But sure enough, I said, we're going to walk through this TSA thing, and you're, you're who who's going to set it off again. No, my, no bomb pussy. This and, and, and sure enough, we, we walked through that time in Flint, <laughs> and, and it went off, and I said, see, I told you my wife got that bomb pussy, and, and they fell the fuck out. <laughs> like, the TSA agents, they were like, we love this guy. Did not happen this time, which is good. But holy smokes, the bomb has been defused. So before you know it, we're on a nonstop flight to Nashville, which we get off in no time. Before you know it, we are on the way to our hotel. We are shacked up, and we get a good night's sleep. Yeah. We wake up the next day, we hop in an Uber. And let me tell you about when I say we hopped in an Uber. We hopped in an Uber with a man who told us a story. Oh, he's so cool. Of his story of immigration from Africa. Yeah, he immigrated from Africa to Seattle first and lived there. Didn't he say he kind of raised his kids there? Raised his yeah. kids in Seattle. And he said, I get to see my kids grow up and go to university, graduate from the University of Washington. He was just very, like, thankful for, he's like, the stuff you guys take for granted, you have no idea yeah. how important that is. I mean, he goes on to tell us, you know, essentially, I mean, the American dream story. Yeah. And, and, and just says, you know, I'm telling you, I know no one knows any better, 
but I've seen so so, so much, much worse. Worse, and this is so great, man. Just be happy. Yeah. And 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 he dropped us off where we're here to pick up our 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 little truck, and we tipped them and said goodbye. And I I looked at AJ. I said, now if that's not a a Bonnaroo miracle, it right? Was. It was Someone a good dumping start. some positivity yeah. on you because that's what we're expecting for this music festival, right? So. If you're noticing a trend here, everything is like easy breezy. Yeah. We go pick up the camper. That was no problem. Caitlin was awesome. She was super nice. Made friends with her dog. Before you know it, we are all the way in Manchester, Tennessee, because we drove a quick 90 minutes with no traffic. So fast. We swing through an off-site box office, which is a high school, and Get our little wristbands that say media because, you know, AJ's fancy. I'm important. She's fancy. She works for the big, bad, <laughs> big, bad media. That's what makes me important in life. <laughs> and then we're entering these campgrounds, which, you know, sometimes online people have talked about. It can be a shit show. Two hour wait, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hour wait. I think the most I've heard is six. But no faster than we have our wristbands on us and we're traveling back towards these campgrounds. That we're on a highway, off a highway, being routed onto the grounds. And when I mean waved in, I mean waved in. Yeah, I mean, they did the security check. They checked the inside of your camper. They're mostly checking for well, you know. glass and weapons. Yeah, that's... Uh, Pretty much anything else they don't care about. It but, was, it was, and we hadn't, we had neither. So, but there was no deadlock traffic. No. It was a cruise, a little like two mile per hour chug the yeah. whole way. And I couldn't believe it before I blinked my eyes. We are we were parked parked in our camping spot. I got neighbors to the left of me. I got a guy on the right. We're, Everyone's we're decorating cool. Decorating our yeah. camper. Everyone's cool as fuck because it's Bonnaroo. And I'm thinking, holy shit, we're doing it. We're here. It's been since 2019. The magic. It's awesome. There's always got to be a first something, right? I mean, you know. So if you've played the at-home version of the game for years, <laughs> and I mean for years. It is like, now a fucking tradition. So <laughs> it's as infamous as the, if you've really been playing along with the Pat and I mean, AJ radio show. I was going to say, before the podcast, before the podcast. We, we are actually on a morning show on a radio yeah, we station. Were at, we, we actually used to do this for a living. We're not just assholes that bought no. equipment from fucking Sweetwater and decided no. to make a podcast. So, but but I Sweetwater mean, sells excellent equipment. We do love Sweetwater. Sure do. Not a paid endorsement. No, but That's we love all their shit. Good people. But yeah, so we used to talk about this on the radio show back in the day. That we have the worst luck with generators at Bonnaroo. We've had multiple attempts and happenings where we end up with a generator that does not work. Yeah. And if anyone knows anything about Bonnaroo, having an RV without a, any source of air conditioning is tempting fate to kill you. It's terrifying. You're you're better off sleeping under the stars because it just turns, it just cooks your camper. So for a couple of years, like for a couple of years, it was, and I, I will not complain about the weather. The weather was great this year. Oh, it was pretty Highs, good. I think it never even reached 90. Yeah. Was, but it was I humid. Muggy, it the was muggy, muggy meter. It was The muggy, muggy meter. Yeah. But nighttime was nice. <laughs> nighttime was in the 60s. So you could actually sleep with the windows open. But- um, in years past, it's been so hot and so humid oh. that generators stop working. It stops. Yeah, and like, I, I remember specifically one year we had a camper with a built-in generator. and I'm Brand s- new. Yeah, brand we new. We were the first trip out. Yep. I shit you not. This RV spot said, look, bro, I know you're taking out the Bonnaroo. 
it's the first time going out. Can you please not burn out all the oil in the generator? He was just, because he knew what yeah. we were going to, because he was hip to the scene. He's like, I know why you're doing it. Just we're don't. Like, and we're like, we're adults. Yeah, we're not, we're like, we're no. not, we don't party and trash stuff. We're, we're just we're there good. to enjoy ourselves. So I remember going back to the campsite multiple times at night, turning on the flashlight on my phone and trying to start this fucking generator. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't start. start. The thing started one time. Yeah. And then it died. And then it never turned back on until we left. We had this happen. <laughs> Multiple it's just one time. Let's just, I mean, multiple times. And then the one time we were smart, it was Pat's 40th birthday. We brought like four, what, no, what three of us? Four, what? Oh, no, you're talking no, about you're that 40th. time. Um, it was his 40th birthday, and we brought three of his friends with us. It was a birthday party. Had a huge RV, the kind you drive. Yeah. And this, again, it had a built-in generator. We even got an extra generator in case one of them shit out with the heat because we, we from experience, yeah. that's what happened. We couldn't get either generator started that year. It, everything was just just blown out, heat, humidity. It was terrible. It was terrible. Now, now, now. 2019 was awesome. 2019, we never even... It was I don't cold. Even, that was the cold year. It was cold. 2019 I mean, was the year. Was the Seriously, it's a record coldest year at Bonnaroo. The, I think the, the lows got into the 40s that night. The, was the like, highs yeah. were in the 70s. It was, it was nothing. We never even turned on the... We had a little teardrop. With, we could turn on the air. We never we did. We didn't need to. This year, a little bit warmer. Again, it's the humidity. I know that sounds cliche. It's the muggy it's, meter. It's the muggy meter. Pat is trying to get this, because I'm in the camper unpacking. I'm like, Yeah, like, like we're set yeah. up. I mean, it, it's literally now all you're doing is you're like, I'm going to set up camp, which for AJ, again, she's extra, but it's all, also Bonnaroo's. Everyone goes extra. Everybody decorates their shit. But like, so AJ wants to make Camp Cactus happen. And my kind of role at that point is to get the RV set up and then yeah, get the- Yeah, he was the, doing the man stuff. I was doing yeah, the cute girl get, stuff. Get the generator set up. And so we're all good. I'm like, I'm in I'm in the camper. I'm packing. I'm like, you got to turn on the air in here. Like it is a, it is a, an oven in here. I was dripping. So Pat goes to try to start the generator. Can't get it started. Yeah, that's right. We talked to our amazing neighbor, Travis, who is a local Tennessean who drives in every year. Coolest guy ever. And he's like, oh, man, you don't have any oil in here. <laughs> yeah, like literally this dude walks over. Oh, let me see, help you out there. You got, oh, yeah, you got fuel in there. No problem. Oh, that's a problem right that's there, the partner. You ain't got no goddamn and, oil. You know, when we got the generator, they're like, it's all set to go with a full tank. So we automatically thought there was oil. Now, the problem is when you're, you are camped and on the farm, it's just like camping anywhere. Getting out means unhooking a camper. And leaving the grounds, which sometimes is impossible depending on I the mean, way I you're I was going to say, one, just even if you're at... A Jellystone, right? Yeah. So let's say you're at a Jellystone. And if you got to unhook your camper That's and you weren't one. planning on un unhooking it, oh, you're like, it's a nightmare. Oh, fuck. Like, you don't want to do it. it. Just to leave. Now, I'm going to up your example there of it's kind of like when you're camping. Now, imagine you're at that Jellystone and there's 60,000 people yes. outside of it waiting to get in. So you're thinking, if I dare unhook my little thing and, and leave, leave this ground, I could be in for a six-hour adventure yes. to get back to where I am right now because there's no guarantee when they let me back in that I'm going to be routed exactly. exactly to where I need to be. So long story short. You can't leave the grounds. Now, the nice thing is uh, our neighbor, Travis, again, being local, he had friends driving in, and he's like, man, I'm just calling my friends, telling them, to, hey, pick this up, pick that up as we go along. So he's like, I'm going to have him get you some oil. So he was awesome. Got us some oil. They put the oil in. They still can't get it started. Turns out there are two brackets on the generator Hold that on, need to be removed. You're talking out of pocket here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Slow down, lady. Go ahead. 
I already let AJ tell a story twice that I told. That was funny. I'm you, sorry. You didn't notice that. You weren't listening to me. I told the whole story about the generator, and then she followed it up with the exact same I'm story. Sorry. Good times, though. I'm exhausted. Most people don't listen to the podcast Shut that close up, anyways. I'm tired. She can listen. AJ barely. That's how fast my wife's eyes glaze over. So I guarantee listeners, they're already gone. They're already listening. They're already fucking seeing unicorns. There were four shipping brackets on the bottom. And the shipping brackets traditionally are taken off before you use a generator for the first time. Otherwise, you're going to leak some fluids. Case in point, you have oil in there. It's going to leak it out. So the, the shipping brackets weren't taken off. Homie next door said, let's take off them shipping brackets. Gets out a socket wrench because, like you said, he's amazing. He has everything. He has everything planned for every contingency. It's, it's just one of those things. I shit you not. We go through every goddamn socket this guy has. And in his words, he goes, I don't know what in the fucks of Southeast Asia size this thing is. <laughs> But whoever put it together did not want you to get it off. <laughs> and, of course, you followed it up with, much like you said there, AJ. But I got a buddy coming tonight, and I'm going to have him bring his socket set. And I shit you not. By Saturday night. By that night, we came back to camp, and I had a note on my door. That's the hard part, because you're not at camp almost ever well, yeah, a lot at of the shit same time, on. unless it's in the morning. I have a little note on our our door, and it goes, Hey there, guys, we got your generator going. Love your homies next door. And sure as shit, I go out there, and there's a generator, and I can see those brackets have been taken off. And I go ahead, and I crank her up. And that some bitch takes off. I plug on in, and I start now that fossil-fueled cold air conditioning you're going to hell my wife was very happy now you gotta look at it folks that took us a solid 36 hours yeah that was two days into a four-day I mean, festival we're, we're only there four days not even that was three days in no it was by by well see i didn't go back to camp on saturday until nighttime yeah so, yeah. so this was worked out you were yeah. kind of gone all all day saturday so, you know, this is a big looming issue yeah. when you're out there. Again, we're lucky it wasn't like a thousand degrees, no. but it was enough where it was uncomfortable. Rest is important when you're out there. Getting a good Listen, sleep is important. And it's just the kick in the ass that once again, the a fucking generator has just booted us in the balls out here. And we're literally yelling at each other about how next year we're buying an electric RV pass because, by the way, up until this year, Bonnaroo never offered electric camping. I know all you Wisconsinites who are listening, by the way, and, and Michiganders. Floored. You guys are screaming the whole time going, why the fuck don't you guys just plug the electric in? And that's when we're here to tell you, up until 2023, Bonnaroo did not have that option for campers. Now, this year they had it, but we had already rented a generator, so we said, ah, it's fine. We'll we do didn't the- even know it was an option. No, and they were like, oh, you can get electric. It was also $400 more, and we're like, well, we already rented a generator, so let's just... Which, well, by the way, was less than 400 Yes. So in so my mind, sense. in my mind, I'm thinking I'm winning. Little did I fucking know. So the second <laughs> day... We're not even... No, it no gets- Just pause here for a second. I mean that, because we're 20 minutes in. I want you to pause. We had a fucking fantastic time. 
We did. Oh, it was a blast. I don't want, because you're hearing this no. right now when you guys are going, see, that's why I don't fucking go to no. that shit. You got talking about that We're stuff. bitching about creature comforts, yeah. which is not really part of Bonnaroo. You you go yeah. there and give that shit up, and it was fine. It was it was really a, a great time. So. So. We figure out the generator thing. Now it's no big deal. We can crank well, it. Well, no, this was before, because I was going in the car. I know. To do my makeup, because I, I was sweating profusely. So I'm like, I'm going to go in the truck and do my makeup. Yes. Since AJ would, no it, would escape to a truck. Yes. I go try to open the truck. Truck's not opening. I go to Pat. I'm like, okay, we have a problem. Either the battery in the fob is dead or the battery in the truck is dead. That's right. And it turns out we forgot to unplug the camper for the brake lights and all that shit. From the truck, it drained the battery. So we have a dead truck now. That's right. I want you to play this at-home version of the game. So we arrive on Thursday. And by the way, we're not sitting around doing... We're literally dealing with this in between doing our shit. Yeah. Like, we get there Thursday, and off the bat, like I said, she's creating the camp, and I'm saying, great, the generator doesn't work. But there's, like, a plan on the horizon, yeah. so I said it's no big deal. To be honest, I was much more... I was stressed out about the liquid I was eye on the prize because we're getting ready to talk to a to an artist, a liquid stranger, and I'm like, I can't worry about generator no. shit. I have to worry about Focus, that right yeah. now, right? I have to get into that headspace right now. So, you know, as we're inadvertently going and Bonnarubian and, and all that stuff, we'd come back and it's like, fuck generator, still no. Fuck generator, still no. Okay, maybe yes. Maybe, okay, yes, now. Okay, we have this. Hold on, fuck. You mean the truck now doesn't work? <laughs> Literally, as we figure out one thing, the other thing shits out. Now, this is another thing where I go in my head. This is not an unsolvable problem. No. If you can imagine 100,000 people coming together, some hippies may, by the way, our bulldog's just fucking around. He's knocking mics <laughs> no, around. he's knocking so the mic over. He's, he missed it's us. Fine. Deal with it. It's okay. Um, as, as you can imagine, hippies at a music festival, we may kill our car batteries for a variety of reasons. Oh, yeah. So a very popular side hustle at the farm is for car jumps, right? These, well, at first we thought it was just the battery and the fob, but they have little general stores. So we're like, that's not a problem. We'll go get a battery. Yeah, but but we, then I said, hey- because yeah. you can pull the key out. I'm like, okay, maybe the truck. Try starting the truck with the fob. No, no, that didn't work. So that's when we knew. Uh, I wasn't as stressed about the battery dying because I knew, okay, I'm going to have to shovel out a couple bucks to someone and they're going to come up and they're going to have that that little jump jump cable thingy. Yeah, they have a company on site that will come jump yeah. your shit because like thousands yeah. of people had their cars die. All the time, right? Shit's going to happen. They got to have someone there to help you out. Can't be calling a tow truck company from 20 miles away. Tell them to come to Bonnaroo. Did you see how much the tow prices were? Oh, no, I don't want It was bad that. news. Bad news. So here's the fun part, right? We have the good old boys come on out. They make a quick 50 bucks, jump in our, uh, our truck, start that thing up. And, of course, it's the old rule. Keep that running now. You got to let that run now. Let that re- rejuice up. AJ decides to leave at this point. Because she wants to go see a show. I say, listen, I got this. The car is jumped. I'll wait for it. I'll let it run. I said, let me juice this up. You go in. You 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 go in to center rue. You get your groove on. I'm going to meet you in about 45 minutes. No big deal, right? AJ leaves. I'm sitting there. Really want to get this thing for at least half an hour, yeah. right? Vroom, 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 vroom. What was that? Vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> And I am in there, like, legit, like, kind of revving it up. Yeah. Like, yeah, get this thing going, baby. Half an hour, because it's a new fucking car. 
starts telling me it's automatic shutoff time, right? Ooh. That's what new new cars are. And I go, it's all right. Shot. Like I in my mind, I, I'm like maybe five more minutes. But I go, okay, fine. Turn it off. And then my mind goes, well, you got to start it again before you leave, yeah. right? And that's what I go to do. And then that's when it won't turn over. Oh, God. So now it's not dead, right? Because no. before, like, you couldn't even, like, fob your way in. There was in. nothing, yeah. But now. It just wasn't enough It just time. doesn't have enough juice to fucking turn over. And it's a big-ass fucking pickup truck. And we hadn't driven it. It was just sitting there revving. So it's like we really didn't get to charge the battery as much as it needed. And I shit you not, as AJ danced away with her Globaton that everyone loved, by the way. She told more people where to buy it. Yeah. You must have a good brand. People Flow like Toys. It. You need to give me a discount on my next purchase. Because unpaid I, endorsement unpaid of endorsement Flow Toys. Flow Toys. You guys, I gave you a lot of business <laughs> this weekend. I shit you not, I sit there and I go, I'm going to fucking call these guys back and say, hey, it didn't work. And I did. And I shit you not, in two shakes of a lamb's tail, the good old boys are back. And they're back also to collect another $50. Yeah, there was no, I mean, there was no hello, hi. It was just, are you paying with cash or card? <laughs> they said, well, we can't give her the jump. I mean, whatever happened after that is on you. It's not our If you problem, need another yeah. $50 a jump. So another jump came, another 30 minutes came and went. And of course, another shut down automatically happened and i said well here we go tail of the tape two jumps it shuts off i turn her off i go to hit that button and it won't turn over nope. so at that point that's right that's right now now I'll remind you at this point i have released aj i have said go back into center room i've got this she's probably wondering where's my man i thought he'd be here by now we were at, we were and Trust me, we were more than 50 bucks a pop in. I mean, we were, I it mean, was, I'm, the, pri- the listed prices were very different than what they charged us. <laughs> it was very, they listen, charged us 60 when you're, bucks. When, when you're vulnerable, capitalism yes. is key. Okay? I get it. I mean, what are you going to do? We paid 60 yeah. bucks, then we paid another 60 yeah. and a tip. Yeah, there's people that there, and of course you guys are getting tips. I, now listen. I get it. It's fine. At this point, I make a calculated decision. I said, well, here's the gig. I said, obviously. Whenever I start this fucking truck and I jump it next, I need to drive we it. We have to drive it. I got to get this thing the fuck out of here. Yeah. There is no sitting around. There's no idling. So I shut down, lock up, go into Centeru. I meet my boo. She's jamming to Alesso, by the way. Oh, what a great show. Womp, womp, womp. Um, and I, uh, I said, oh, my God, this set is great. And she goes, I know. This fireworks. So much fun. I go, hey, I got some uh, you know, great news. Uh, uh, and she said, what? I said, the car started and I, I said, but I got some bad news. And she goes, what? She goes, uh, but it's dead again. <laughs> so at that point <laughs> we were, I mean, she had this look on her face, but I had to then tell her, look, I've reserved myself to, this is how it's going to work. And like, she accepted my rationalization of why I've just let it be at that we point. We also had decided that morning because there was, we had this beautiful pocket of weather. I mean, it's raining in Tennessee every fucking day up until Bonnaroo, and it's raining every day every day this week. Yeah, up we until it was done. Yeah. We had this beautiful pocket of weather this weekend. It was a Bonnaroo miracle. But we got a severe weather alert on the last night. They're like, hey, there's weather moving in overnight. Now, last year, oh, the year before, it got- I mean, the, that was a legit rainout, like a it hurricane. It was a rainout, yeah. 
I mean, and we are on a farm with grass and mud, and you can't. I mean, they had they they called it the day of the festival, saying we yeah. can't let people on the grounds. So we had heard that horror story. Then I talked to somebody who told me about last year how it rained on the last day, and it took them two days to haul all of the campers out of uh, camping with tractors because of the mud. So like people who thought they were going to get out the next morning ended up staying extra days. I'm like, we have a flight to catch. This cannot happen. So I said, there's rain moving in tonight and tomorrow. Why don't we leave late tonight, go park somewhere? At least we know we will be on gravel. We will not miss our flight. So the agreement was we will go watch Alesso. We'll go watch Foo Fighters. And then we will go back to camp and have the truck jumped and get out. We had like ever- as soon as it gets jumped, that's when we keep it on yep. and we, we pull up out. and we get the fuck out. We had the entire camp packed up, everything. I mean, it was literally like get in the car and go. So we get back to, we did leave Foo Fighters a little bit early because it was just, it was incredible. If you saw any pictures of it, oh my, there was a lot of people. It was very anxiety inducing. AJ freaked out. I did. She freaked out at the Foo Fighters. It was just a bit much. She couldn't handle the uh, overhead drone shots because they were doing like the big over, like, you know, it's they the shots. live overhead drone, drone shots. It's <laughs> the ones you see. It out. It's the one you see on the Hulu stream. Oh my god! And then I'm like, it was Hol- great. holy shit, we're in the middle of that. And Fuck yeah. I'll be honest. I mean, Foo Fighters, amazing. I've been dying to see them. Dave Grohl's emotions and Pat's emotions. Everybody was emotional during the show. We were emotional. And that... And then you got to... I fucking cried my eyes out with times like these. One, it was amazing when I heard them because I saw the Foo Fighters' last American show before Taylor passed. Yeah. Because then they left the States and went to South America, did a couple dates, and Taylor passed. Taylor Hawkins. And I was sick that weekend. And AJ so was I supposed to go. go, she didn't go. But um, they opened the show at that time. And at that time, times like these, and he did the kind of same kind of slow yeah. intro. It, it was more where we were coming out of the pandemic. Yeah. And it was about like we're learning to live again, we're, love yeah, again. Coming together. Like we're finally all like at a, fe- we were at a festival. And it was like, holy shit. And then this time, you knew exactly what he meant when he said, Every time we do this song, it's about something different. And I knew. I'm we like, all knew. He's getting heat. I mean, if he was crying, you couldn't tell because he no. was dripping with sweat. But he was emotional. Yeah. The crowd was emotional. And it's like he made it an, an even more. And they didn't open with it, but it was like in the middle of the set. But they make it even more. It was beautiful. If it could be even more soulful, like yeah. Dave's little like intro. If it could be any more soulful, more beautiful, more kind of drawn out. It was, and like you said, because now they're, he's singing it for a different yeah. reason. And I'm fucking pouring fucking tears. AJ's like leaning on me. It, like you're looking at these drone shots on the screens of like you're in the middle of the universe. It was fucking amazing. It was, amazing. It was magical. It was magical. Magical. To the point where I said, I'm getting anxiety. We have to leave. But I was happy with it. I got to see them play some of my favorite. The only one I didn't well, get you to wanted, see was my well, hero. You wanted to get out because of, you know, the impending weather. So Because it started raining. It right started when raining the during the fighters started, we said, "Holy shit, here it comes!" So, all right, so we made the uh, constructive decision. You uh, get, you know, it's kind of like leaving the concert a little bit early, so you avoid the traffic. Yeah. So we leave Foo, you know, early. Get back to the campsite, and the idea was to find a neighbor with cables to jump you, the truck. You better say that one again, one more time, and, and you better say it correctly. My idea. Your idea. No. Your idea, AJ was the one who was so opposed to paying the jump guys one more time. And she was just like, I don't want to fucking pay him one more time. No, we're going to find someone. 
that's, bucks in. That's that's gonna help us. There, you know, someone's gonna help us because that's what Bonnaroo is about. Which it is. It is. And we had multiple people try to help us. Yeah, but that's the fucking problem. Keyword being what? Try. I had all types of hippies that barely know what they're doing, just like us. And then saying, Pat, Pat went and found cables from a neighbor. The cables were literally a foot yeah, short. Cables could work. Neither of us could move our shit. Long story short. As with most of the stories where AJ has a way that she's decided is the best way, we ended up defaulting to my idea. Just calling the guys Which back. was to call Bubba. And Bubba came back with a big old grin. I'm his best goddamn friend. Oh, I just, hell yeah. I just, I just bought his daughter a fucking college book for, for the fall <laughs> semester. He's doing this, so she hasn't got to fucking uh, own the tow truck company. They're over there charging it, and I'm paying for it. <laughs> And what I didn't want to tell Pat, because it was happening in real time, yeah. is that his credit card was getting declined not because of fraud. Yeah, because they thought I was... I mean, think about it. You're getting random... Charges from Charges Tennessee. of the same amount. Yeah, from the same place. Like, every couple hours. They thought I was, I was being fucking Which scammed. Which I get, and I literally told the people, I said... I promise you, like, we just paid these cards <laughs> off for the first time in our life. They're good. I don't know the what this is. The lady, what, did, did, did the lady think you were broke? Did you think I you think were busted? I think so. She's, She's like, it was declined. Well, you may looks, want to pay with cash. like you're broke. I'm like, I don't have any cash. I'm like, we don't. It's fine. So then. I had 9 million credit cards on me. Well, I know. Fine. So, uh, but Pat started walking over and I was just like, take your card. I'm paying. Don't ask questions. So we paid with my card. We got, and I kid you not, we got off the grounds at 1137. Foo Fighters ended at 1130. We were off the grounds in what, maybe 10 minutes? Because, yeah, it was very easy to get out. We were right, just where we were for Bonnarubians listening. We were Plaza Six. Yeah. That the second jam track um, stop, which we'll talk about in another podcast, that's that's where we were. So, Plaza Six, we were relatively right close to an exit. Yeah. So, as soon as we got the jump. And the people in front of us had left so we could pull straight yeah, so we, out. Yeah, I mean, as an RV guy hauling. We were able to get wheels up and go, and I shit you not, we, we got routed out. You're off the farm, and then you're on I-24. We're, we're sitting there watching it. We're watching this wild yeah. lightning, and we realized people were starting to leave camp that night who probably hadn't planned on it like we had. Yeah. And then I started watching the subreddits and the Facebooks. People were waiting in gridlock for hours yeah, in the rain because they know, all decided came, to leave I mean, last as minute. soon as we hit, that's what I was waiting for you to say. As yeah. soon as we hit the highway... Then, then the rain came, you know, and we drove we, yeah. drove through fucking horrendous rain and lightning. We were going to park at a truck stop, but then we realized if it's raining, we can't plug in the, the generators. Yeah. We're going to sleep in the heat and the rain. And finally, I said, God almighty, do we need a good night's sleep? I said, I'm willing to drop a hundred bucks on a hotel room. And it was the best fucking decision yeah, I mean, we ever give made. Them, give them the timeline. So Bonnaroo starts Thursday, right? So we get there Thursday, uh, whatever it is, six o'clock, right? And this yeah, we is got in late on Thursday. This is uh, Sunday. Then at you know <laughs> at like midnight, right? And 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 we have a flight out Monday at four p.m. Which we just, I mean, we can't miss. We cannot miss it. Well, yeah, sure. So you know, you make that decision of what you're going to do, and 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 we we've stayed at truck stops before. Yeah, we go well because you feel like I have an RV, and it's literally yeah. meant. To go live in. And I'm only trying to get it off the farm because trying to get out of there when everyone's leaving yeah. is very hard. Well, and I wanted to get it on gravel. I'm like, we won't sink. So we were we were literally like one exit away from this truck stop. And we realized, well, we can't plug in the generator because it's pouring. See, I thought we could. AJ, God bless her. She Googles everything. You're I mean, her fucking, she was, talk about Miss fucking like, I will find information out as all this was happening in real time. She had her head in her fucking phone. But you figured out. 
Uh, I'm like, it's a generator. You can run a fucking nope. generator in the rain. She goes, no. you can't run a generator in the rain. So I'm looking, we pass the exit, and then I start calling hotels in Murfreesboro, and they're all full, likely of people who had just left Bonnaroo. Murfreesboro is like the next big town over. So Pat's like, hey, Yeah, I told, I was yeah. like, that's not the town called, to go I to. I called three hotels, no room. So he goes, find one just a little further, closer to Nashville, but yeah. not in Nashville. We found a comfort inn in Laverne, Tennessee, right off the highway. Mm-hmm. Got a room for a hundred bucks. Buck 27 with buck tax. Buck 27 with tax, which was amazing. Less than I paid for all the jumps. Exactly. That's the way I looked see, at it. See what I could have gotten with the money I paid for all the jumps? Could have gotten a nice hotel room. This room. A nicer one. Could have gotten us a suite. This if was, I wouldn't have paid for all the jumps, we would have had a fucking presidential suite. It was like a Bonnaroo miracle. We walk in, we put our bags down, and Pat goes, holy shit, look. And I'm thinking oh, something yeah. else. I'm thinking something else is wrong. You think there's like a body in the room or something? Like, what? What's yeah. wrong now? And I turn around, and he's standing next to a gigantic two-person jacuzzi tub. Yeah, it's a fuck tub, man. Yeah. Listen, folks. Which we did I don't, not use it for. <laughs> I, do not, I do not know how we ended up uh, in the fuck tub room. It was, I don't know. They if didn't even tell you. I don't know yeah. if it's it's because I told the woman checking in. She goes, hey, you need a room. And you got to remember, we're checking in. It's like, what is it, one in the morning? God, oh, the dog's barking, whatever. Keep going. Um, we were checking in at like 1 o'clock in the morning, and you, you walk in, I go, all right, you got the room? She goes, yeah. I go, great. The wife called. She goes, all right, how many guests? Oh, just, you know, I said, literally just just me and the wife. Okay, great. Here's the, here's the credit card. We fill it out. She gives me the keys. She goes, be right down the hall right there. I don't know if she took that. I mean, I don't know if she thought I was bullshitting or something, me and the wife. She probably looked at you and me and said, holy shit, you guys need a room with a giant I, tub. I, I feel like that's where they put the, <laughs> the guy with, you know, the escort. That's just where I feel. Or like, you know, the... You know, maybe 18-year-old couple that doesn't have a place to bang yet, and right. they save up their money, and that's where they go for, like, a night. No, but instead, it, we, it was a very yeah. saucy, because this is how you know it's it's a, 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 a bang tub. There were mirrors, there were mirrors all yeah. around Which the tub. Was, that's awkward. There's not, there wasn't pictures. If you're not using it for that, the mirrors can be really awkward because you're the just mirrors. watching yourself bathe. But yeah, so AJ's not shitting you. We walk into this room. You know, we made this calculated decision to leave the Bonnaroo grounds early. Now we made another decision. Instead of camping in the camper overnight, we're going to get a hotel room. We get into this hotel room. There's this amazing, huge jacuzzi tub. Pat orders McDonald's. <laughs> Oh, it was fantastic. Pat was eating. Oh, it was so good. I couldn't I couldn't eat anymore at that point. We had just eaten so much shitty food all over the weekend. But Pat is in this tub <laughs> with a, a basket of fries. I didn't know they did this. Is that this is like a Southern McDonald's thing? A basket of fries. Yeah, and 20 nuggets. And he's sitting there eating nuggets in the tub. I'm like, this is I'd amazing. I've never seen a McDonald's basket of fries in my life. No. And they offered it. Was, it was 20 nuggets and a basket. Now, where we live in Arizona, they'll offer you uh, 20 nuggets and like two fries. Yeah. But never a basket. It was the coolest thing ever. So he's sitting in the tub, <laughs> literally. And I had I had been showering in the in the camper. I mean, you know, there. What do we? What do you call them? Shower. They're showers, but they're showers. Hooker showers. Yeah. Like I mean, you're doing. I mean, I mean, I guess bird baths. It was know? more of a bird. But bath. I mean, we used to call it the old hooker shower, which is the old PTA, as my mom used to say. So I, uh, I took, I had taken a few showers. That was fine, but I was still dirty. I mean, you just can't avoid it at Bonnaroo. Pat had not, I don't think, showered in two days. He was just like saving it up for the end. He gets out of this tub, and between me and him. But it was mostly you. Hey, you, you. You like this? This yeah. is she'd be a great. She's like fucking Kellyanne Conway. You like how she gives information, but Kelly then, Ann. but then eventually, like she has to real quick slant it away from her. 
Here's the info, but here's why I'm right about it. The water was so filthy. Okay, Kellyanne, go ahead and tell me how we were both in the tub. Oh, we were but both it, But it was obviously only me that made no, it there. No, I mean, I don't just... give a fuck. If you come back from Bonnaroo and you're clean, and you you're clean fuck you. I don't you want to know wrong. you. That means you hung out at camp the whole time and you didn't move. So I want to be in a dirty no, tub we were filthy. with 20 McNuggets and a basket full of fucking well, do fries, man. you remember man? we were in the tub and I popped, I put soap in it and I popped my foot out <laughs> yeah. and my foot was still covered in dirt. I'm like, we're in a tub. On, That's man. how dirty we are. We have to scrub. But it was glorious. We got a good night's sleep. It was a, the best decision we ever made. I am beyond thankful that financially we were able to do that. Because we said well, 10, 10 years ago, that wouldn't have been, you. we wouldn't have had that option of just and dropping listen. money on jumps, dropping money on hotels. I'm grateful. That's that's kind of uh, the theme, right? Because the theme at Bonnaroo is radiate positivity. And that's why you're probably thinking, holy shit, you guys have spent 40 minutes really detailing how all this fucked up shit happened to you at this place. Now, I guess the the point of it is to say that didn't impact our experience, enjoyment, nope. our positivity, our vibe. No. And Notice nothing we talked about happened inside the festival. I mean, it was all I mean, it was there, but I mean, you we know. Call it, it's called Senaru. That's yeah. where all the shows are. But That's I mean, where you go it's in. It's just something that happened that we dealt with while it was there. And even when you deal with, you know, your neighbors, they'd help you out. And it was like, I mean, literally my neighbor, when I told him, the dude to help me with the uh, generator, good old Travis, I go, hey, man. And he's talking to me with no voice because he, he'd lost it he by lost this point. It. It's, it's, it's day four, so yeah. he's lost. He's like, yeah, what's up, bro? <laughs> and I go, bro, I go, man, last ask you got some jumper cables you can give me a jump he's like man damn it's the only thing i got <laughs> and i go man truck died on me he go man you can't win i tell you what you can always be worth <laughs> and i look at him i go ain't that the truth brother and it may you know what it does and we just proved it. It makes for a great story. It is. It always becomes at a story. At the time, it was you always absolutely, to be a story. it was 100% frustrating. It's a pain in the ass at the time. But I knew, I'm like, once we, and I've said that, like, aside from all these little yeah. things that just kind of, kind of grew on us over the weekend, it was so much fun. And we didn't let that shit affect our time there. So, um, just so you know, on the next episode, which will be the 209th episode, we're going to kind of recap, like, a lot of the shows and a lot of the pluses and new additions yes. to the grounds. There's new cool shit, man. I mean, remember, we haven't been there since 2019, so there's been some infrastructure kind of done. There's some shit that's not as cool, but it's yeah. new. <laughs> uh, so that's come up in the next podcast, but for right now, you're probably done hearing us talk, right? Yeah. We're fucking exhausting to listen to. I know. Radio consultants used to tell us this all the time, that we're so comfortable with each other, because we're a couple, that our conversation is too fluid and people can't keep up. People say, they're like, you guys go way too fast. You should have listened to us back when we were on terrestrial radio and did like two minute breaks in between oh, fuck me. instead of talking for 42 Jesus minutes Christ. straight. That was too long. <laughs> so we're going to shut up, but we're going to play now um, an interview from the farm. We were absolutely over the moon. So cool. To get a chance to talk to Sophie Tucker, um, a duo that has really kind of revolutionized the indie dance pop world and if you don't know who they are you know their music go to youtube you know their look music. up sophie tucker they have been in commercials they've been in tv shows i mean their music's everywhere they very much have the moby effect yes moby when he really broke through is when moby let everyone license his music and all of a sudden people go what's that cool shit playing in all these fucking toyota you know commercials yes. 
And, and I s- talked to them about that. How yeah. I discovered them was through a TV show. So none other than now the incomparable uh, Sophie Tucker. I always feel like the first question you should ask at Bonnaroo is how are you dealing with the humidity? I am dealing, but I keep taking my hat on and off. And yeah, I'm. we just played a game of badminton. And it was probably the worst performance of my life because I was just so hot. I didn't give any shits. <laughs> That's an excuse if I've ever heard one. So uh, That's why the game was bad. Right? Uh, That's why. So uh, is it hard to look this cool when it's when it's that hot? And I, I swear, I'm, I'm serious. If I was an artist, I would dress like a bum. How do you do it? You look cool. What are you talking about? Yeah, you look cooler than me. <laughs> well, we always joke about that because you can tell who the artists are because, like, the chicks are not glossed over yet and their hair yeah, is curling. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, oh, man, five more minutes. And, but you can tell who the artists are because they just got here and they're not gross yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, check with us after the show. <laughs> yeah. So we should tell you all uh, who we're here with. They have the most creative name in all of music. Because I feel like most people can never come up with a band name, and you guys have the best band name ever because you are... Sophie Tucker. No, you are Sophie. Hold on. You are... Sophie. And you are... Tucker. And they are... Sophie Tucker. Yeah! I saw them do that on stage, so I knew they had it down. I'm like, I know that they could do the shtick. Um... <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, no, I did get it, but I didn't know, you know, how you were going to set it up. Yeah, we were basically, like, trying really hard to come up with a band name. Trying really hard. And then we were like, let's just try less hard and just use our names. Yeah. But the thing is, it's a, it's a bit annoying because everyone thinks that Sophie Tucker is one person. I did. And I, oh, I got I got burned on that. Um, we saw you guys. <laughs> burned on that. We saw you guys. Good, good. I, 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 Glad I, you got burned on I that. I felt like a huge ass. Um, we saw you guys at dusk in Tucson, because we live in Tucson. Uh, last fall. Yeah. yeah. And I was talking to one of the vendors. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to see Sophie Tucker. And she's like, you know, it's two people, right? And I was like, damn it. I look like God. such a dork. Like, <laughs> but I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, it happens. It, and I wouldn't say it's annoying. I love our name. And I think, I was, I was I think it's for... fun. But like, yeah, that's it's not amazing when people think her name is Sophie Tucker and then they're like, who's the tall goof? Get this guy off stage, he's annoying, you know? <laughs> who's that guy? That's the DJ. All right, get him off the stage. I'm glad you guys didn't over you probably over were overthinking it for a long time and then realized probably simpler is better. And it works. It's a great name. Sophie Tucker uh, is performing tonight at Bonnaroo. You guys have a big show on the witch stage. And Wait, which stage? <laughs> we can go. We can do this for hours if you're ready. Which, what, where, this, that? People got really high when they came up with this this festival, right? So you guys are performing tonight, and you do a couple different shows. Yeah. There are DJ sets, hybrid sets, and what we're going to get tonight. Do you guys mind kind of talking about the difference? So tonight is the live show. So we have four dancers. I will be playing the guitar. We will both be singing. There's a lot of choreography. There's a whole playground on the stage. There will be lasers. There will be... It's our most live concert version of our show. 
and it's sort of the most extensive. And this is a brand new one. And that they said expensive. Extensive, also, also. expensive. <laughs> and and we just um, debuted it at Coachella. This will be our only our third time playing yeah. this show. So we're really really pumped, um, and I think it's going to be special. And then we also we DJ. We have a residency in Las Vegas, and we we do clubs, and that's. We still perform, we, we still sing the songs, and we still kind of go crazy, but those are more like parties. And then um, we have a hybrid set that's a bit in the middle when it sort of fits the, the environment better. Yeah, yeah, we caught the hybrid set. I thought it was really cool. Um, of course, everyone streamed the Coachella stuff, so what we want to know now is, are we going to get our own scoreboard here at Bonnaroo? Because you guys did a scoreboard for Weekend 1 and Weekend 2 at Coachella. What happens here? Yeah. GovBall versus Bonnaroo. We played Governor's Ball last week in New York, and that's a big rivalry now. <laughs> so we will go up against Governor's Ball here at Bonnaroo. Um, Sophie Tucker, you are kind of wrapped up in what I call this. We know our songs from places. You have you guys have gotten your songs into some big moves. I'm talking obviously an Apple iPhone commercial. Um, HBO's The Last Pope. Well, we, I was going to say, we discovered you. Yeah, through HBO's the, the Last Pope. Pope. No, the new Pope. A new Pope? Last Pope? Yeah. We, Dead Pope? I mean, it's an amazing show. When we were watching one of the Popes. It, we were watching it anyways, but we're like, there's a banger in the beginning. Like, who does Who's that? that? And that's how we got into you guys. That's that's cool. a, um, love. I love Good Time Girls. So how does all that happen? We feel so lucky that that does happen. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, we make music, and then our team, you know, is always talking to TV shows, commercials, people, and pitching our songs, but also then I think, you know, maybe, like, the person who is making the, the new Pope is, like, listening to our music. Or I, I don't know exactly how it happens each time, yeah. but every time it does, we're so grateful because it's, it's really an amazing way for people to hear our music. We love it. Somebody said that Good Time Girl was literally the best part of the entire season of the new Pope. How did you guys... I, I read a little bit about it. You said it was a tongue-in-cheek song. Can you explain that a little bit, how you guys came up with it, what it's about, tongue-in-cheek? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those songs where I actually remember being in the studio and our, our manager, Neil, was there. And uh, I was just in the vocal booth, like, telling the truth, you know? Like, <laughs> I was just writing about the things that were on my mind, some of which are, like, not... Like necess- what? Like, I say, you know, that I have, like, a superiority complex. I love that. And you sounded conversational. Like, it sounded like you were just yeah. explaining yourself almost. Yeah. And it was um, it was just, like, something that I was thinking about at the time. And Do you have a superiority complex? Yeah, in some ways. <laughs> and with some people. Want to unpack that? Yeah. I mean, I almost spend the whole song unpacking it, you know? Like, um, I, especially at the time, I was, like, experiencing or realizing that maybe that was the case for me with somebody that I was interacting with. I was like, oh, shit, man, okay. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we made the song just... It just felt like one of those, like... Um, yeah, I was just telling the truth about what was on my mind. And then it's really cool when it takes a life that you would never expect it to take. Sure. Like, that TV show basically made a music video times eight. Like, a- every single intro to the TV show was a different montage yes. of, the nu- of the nuns. But not only, it was like an was orgy like of nuns, which yes. was so cool and provocative and interesting in its own right, separate from the show. 
But every time I mean, we watched it, was it, totally it was, separate from it was the show. different. That was what was so crazy. Was we were like, exciting. they made eight music videos to our song yeah. that are like better than any music video we've ever seen. This, this what, is iconic. Yeah. Which really, I think, at least for us, obviously for us, made people not necessarily skip through the intro every time because it was a different intro every time. And normally you just hit the skip button. So that was that was like we were like, wow, people might actually be listening to this every week. <laughs> And is that kind of when you see that happening? Because, right, people discover a song, we go on Spotify or whatever, we follow, we dig deeper. Oh my goodness, I love this artist, they're my favorites now. Do you see that reflection when you're doing your shows? Are you able to see those bumps and like whoosh, whoosh? It's really hard to know where, what, what whoosh comes from what whoosh, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of our goal to have the most points of entry all around the world as possible and give people the opportunity to to hear us or know us and then hopefully some of them stick around you know and and these types of opportunities are so helpful so helpful for us especially as we've always been like partly independent artist and like you know we haven't always had the giant machine behind us the way a lot of big acts do and these types of things really can move the needle for sure. That, was, that would be my question then, um, because of where you're at. You guys are in a really sweet spot right now. Do you want? Do you want more? Do you want to get bigger, or are you happy where you are now? Like, how does that evolve as an artist? Do you want to keep getting bigger, or do you just kind of are you like this is cool? I like this. Like, how do you feel about that? Or do you just kind of go with the flow? <laughs> We definitely want to get bigger. Yeah, I mean, we really believe in what we do. We love what we do. And I think we're always trying to fulfill our potential, you know, and our potential keeps changing. And our idea of what is possible also continues to evolve and continues to change. And so, you know, then we're looking out at a field of however many thousands of people and we're like, damn, that felt so good. The vibe is so good. Let's, let's see if we can do a couple more thousand people or whatever. Like, it's always sort of seeing where we can go next and we're constantly I would say both enjoying our time and seeing where we can grow we all want to know Tucker is it your real voice or is it a fancy machine effect or can you get the drop down sexy voice anytime what song do you want (laughs) I can spin the wheel but you know purple hat Purple hat, cheetah print, dancing on the people, rolled up at the after joint, dancing, dancing on the people. Oh Get out of here! Look at that! <laughs> That's awesome. That's talent, that is, is what that is. Her facial expression was of shock and horror. She was like, You know how it is. You know, artists now, they have, you know, auto tune, everything. You don't actually expect them to be able to do it just like on a drum. Bam! That Look at awesome. that. That's real. That ain't AI. That's not Drake AI. AI. I wonder what AI would probably sound better. <laughs> So, Sophie Tucker, I want to thank you so much for talking to us before your big show here at Bonnaroo. We are so excited to see you. The Bonnarooian crowd, I can tell you, will most likely uh, knock the poor folks at uh, Governor's Ball out of the the arena. But we'll see how the scorecard goes. Sophie Tucker, thank you again so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much um, for for listening to this podcast. Uh, Next up, we'll talk all about Bonnaroo more. If you're a new subscriber, go ahead and uh, like and subscribe and all that fun stuff. Thank you to Sophie Tucker. Amazing people. Amazing duo. Tucker gave me the best hug ever. It was amazing. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. 
patandaj.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.